I was, I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the <coughs> ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Yes, DDP Radio Live. It is Wednesday night. It is 9 p.m. here where I currently reside on the east coast of the UFC. The UFC? Yes, the UFC. The USA. We got Crystal up north. Uh, and uh, a little bit uh, a little bit later in the central time zone, I think we have... Uh, uh, Richard, who we're going to introduce in just a second, get to part two of his story. But uh, another great episode of DDP Radio Live right here at DDPRadio.com. And uh, I was just talking to Crystal off the air. We had a lot to talk about today. And um, I, I kind of go in here and do my things. You know, I write a few down, down a few notes before the show, and I get my kind of area prepared. And then every week I will do a live promo on um for the Facebook Live to, to tell people where where we're at and stuff, and without a doubt, with, without any you know like clockwork, the, the seconds before I start going on the air, my text will blow up or I'll start getting phone calls. Like nobody ever wants to talk to me. Like nobody ever has any desire to communicate with me unless I'm in the middle of something, and then everyone all of a sudden wants to touch base. And it was kind of a train wreck uh, a few minutes ago, but we pulled it all together. And uh, we're here uh, for a great episode tonight of DDPRadio.com. Um, so, like I said, we're going to bring Richard on back uh, in a minute. We, we just we prefaced this uh, story would continue last week, and we teased this week. There was a little bit of a communications issue regarding time zones and stuff last week, so we didn't get him on until too late. And uh, to do his story the proper justice, uh, of course, we're going to bring him back for round two. Uh, tonight, um, but we're not going to go any further until we hoist that Maple League flag, the flag <laughs> over the DDP Yoga Megaplex right here at the DDP Radio Megaplex. We salute that flag. We turn due south, and we all play Chuck Mangione in honor of the one and only <laughs> Crystal Stewart. that before we get sued. Uh, of course, Crystal Stewart, hello. Uh, we're our, our Canadian um, brethren of, of DDP Yoga, how are you? I'm really well. How are you, my friend? <laughs> I'm good. And, you know, I, I, I mentioned the Canadian thing because you send me the best stuff during the week. Uh, the Canadians I are like, I'm like, I'm obsessed with Canada, Canada. I really am. Like, I just... Kevin Smith, um, the, the filmmaker, oh my God. James Island Bob, 
he has he started a, he's filming a movie up there right now where he's doing it's basically Jaws the movie Jaws but in Canada and in the snow and it's called Moose Jaws. It's basically a horror movie of like an attack moose, and I've been kind of following that along because I just think I'm obsessed with with Canada. So, but what I was gonna say is uh, every night after the show, the the show goes up, and the next week I get kind of like a report on the demographics of who listened and where things came from. Um, and it's it, we have this map of the world, and it's got who who got hit the most on 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 the map and who listened the most in certain areas. And you look at the map of, of all the people uh, listening to DDP radio, and it's crazy to think. Like, you're, you, we broadcast from, like, our homes here, um, you know, idly, and then you look at this map and see all the places it's just re- reaching, whether they're listening or not. It's, going, it's downloading to their, to their devices, and it's pretty crazy to see how much of a global uh, entity DDP Yoga has become. Yeah. Yeah, it's really amazing. Uh, it is. Um, And, well, I know for a fact that uh, Diamond Dallas Page is going to be doing a certain cruise uh, coming up next year. And uh, you're asking me why I'm talking to you about a cruise in 2017 that isn't happening until late 2018. Because, like we talked about, the worldwide appeal of DDP Yoga and Diamond Dallas Page and professional wrestling in general, the Chris Jericho Rock and Wrestling Cruise... I've been following Jericho on Twitter, and uh, he's been retweeting people that are coming from the cruise and coming to this cruise from everywhere. Like, people are flying in from every nook and cranny on the planet, and uh, it's going to be a huge hell of of a a ride. It's going to be on the water. Diamond Dallas Page is doing DDP yoga workouts. There's going to be rock and roll bands, uh, really cool music, a lot of wrestling, you know, you know, bumping, rocking, rolling, strutting, stolen, yogin, strutting, strolling, stretching, and I don't even know what, but it's uh, it's going to be a hell of a show because I'm telling you this early because it's going to sell out and, and you're going to be like waiting for a cabin and you're going to be like thinking last minute, you're like, I'm going to go squeeze in there and slide in there and book my trip and you're going to be like, nope, can't do it because it's going to be sold yep. out. So that's why yes. uh, we're letting you know now. So you can get in on yeah, the, uh, I wish I where you go. Oh, man, sorry, it's gonna uh, be I, a I, would, I wish I oh, could no. jump jump on that. It's gonna I be a blast. I would love to go and, on that cruise. There's been nothing like it, really. It, it's it's a crazy, crazy thing. And what better way to sell it? I mean, I'm trying to sell it, but I, I'm only one man, so I'm gonna bring a V man on to sell it. Uh, Jericho uh, did a spot for us for the uh, DDP Radio Show to play on here and plug up his cruise and the Ayatollah rock and roll and knows what's going on. So if you uh, won't take my word for it, check this out real quick. 30 seconds of your time. Let the uh, Y2J sell you on this hell of a ride. Hey, this is Chris Jericho inviting you to the first ever rock and wrestling rager at sea. Picture this. Rock and roll, wrestling, comedy, live podcasting, all on the open ocean from October 27th to the 31st, 2018 from Miami to Nassau. I'm bringing Hall of Fame wrestlers, some of the greatest rock and roll bands on the planet, and putting the first wrestling ring on a cruise ship ever. Don't be a stupid idiot. Make the list. Check us out at ChrisJerichoCruise.com. All right. There we go. Uh, that's going to be a hell of a time. And, you know, I'm rooting for Jericho. There's a lot of, lot of seats you got to fill up on that, on that boat. But honestly, 
I'm kind of uh, a little bitter. I got a little heat towards the man, if you ask me, because that was the same weekend that I decided to promote my uh, pro wrestling slash folk revival festival. And uh, I think he kind of was stepping on my toes there a little bit. And, uh, you know, I thought with, with, the, with, the headlining act, with the headlining act of Crosby, Stills, Hall, and Nash, um, that uh, I, I would have sold that thing out. But Jericho's really hurting my business. So. <laughs> <laughs> Crosby, awesome. Stills, Nash, Careful. Hall. Careful. You may make it on the list. <laughs> oh, I'm on a lot of people's lists, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, uh, I'm going to bring him on right now. You, you've, you've heard this guy talking in the background. You're like, who is that? Who's this voice coming from beyond? And I'm going to introduce him right now because he was with us last week. We ran out of time because of a mix-up, uh, you know, on, on scheduling and, and number pressing and all that stuff. But I'm going to bring him on right now. He was uh, you know, a GPO, the warrior. Um, we'll have him kind of run through the beginning of the story real quick when we bring him on because it really is a really unique and, and cool story. And he wants to talk about uh, the veterans and, and PTSD today because so many people, um, you know, were inspired by Arthur's video. And I know that DDP Yoga has a huge following in the military through DDP's, uh, you know, involvement in going overseas uh, for the troops to bring through workouts and visits and stuff. And also Arthur brought a lot of hope to a lot of people who were physically pretty banged up. So uh, it's it's a great to have a, a person who's been through it, you know, been in the trenches and, you know, come out and, you, you know, you, you're, you're physically not yourself. And I know that this has helped a lot of people. So introducing now, um, Richard, how are you, man? I am doing well. How you're are you guys good. doing? Doing uh, well, Richard. I, I am peachy. And uh, real quick, I'm going to give you the mic real quick and we have the show from last week, so we'll do the Cliff Notes version. But catch us up on on kind of how you how you got into uh, DDP Yoga, into the DDP Yoga community, and and where you are now um, through your your practice. All right. Um, well, uh, as I said last week, um, it was wasn't until like 2014. Uh, my brother uh, actually stumbled across Arthur's program, and he said. Hey, you need to check this out. Uh, this guy did Diamond Dallas Page's workout program, and I'm like, "What workout program?" And so I watched the video, and Arthur's story is very amazing and uh, very inspirational. Uh, no matter if you're military or not, I mean, just what that guy went through for 15 years before finding DDP Yoga and going all in with it and the results that he had. Uh, so I actually ordered the program, uh, you know, just like EDP says, it's a mindset. Any mm-hmm. uh, personal trainer, uh, nutritionist, you know, whoever will tell you it's always a mindset. And I did the whole stop, go, stop, go thing and just, stopped altogether and then uh earlier this year i was like i stepped on the scales i was 309 i'm like enough is enough time for me to take care of me uh after i ended up healing from a broken arm i uh 
started back in, and within the first 13 weeks, I did lose 25 pounds. I did not mention that last week. So, you know, that was uh, really, uh, you know, I was like, wow. And, you know, again, you know, I have to reference back to what DDP says because this is, you know, what he teaches. And no matter if you're doing DDP yoga or any workout program, take your measurements and pictures because Mm -hmm. when – you're not seeing it in the measurements. The pictures will show the results. Uh, I didn't really realize, you know, I got a few compliments here and there about, oh, you know, you're slimming down, you can tell, and this and that. It wasn't until I really looked at the pictures. I was like, damn. You know, I was really starting to see it in certain areas. Um but, you know, as life happens, you know, uh, as Mike mentioned, I do suffer from PTSD and severe depression. So things affect me a little differently than, I guess you can say, the normal people. Um, so some emotional stuff hit me. took me a while to kick out of that. Uh, started back, and then uh, I'd been telling crystal through the team ddp uh website uh which if people are not signed into there get there it's a great hub of a lot of information and support uh back in 97 i had a car accident and i have a steel rod and i heard something in my right hip and uh and then my ankle kind of swelled up and was hurting so i was limping around and so I stopped for two weeks. It was about a two-week time period. Uh, but I got the x-rays. They said everything was good to go. I went to all physical therapists about my hip. He was like, you know, your hamstrings are tight. Uh, the front hip muscles, uh, that helps with the rotation and stuff. Uh, on the right side, he said, was a little weak. Um uh, but uh, so he gave me to go ahead and get going, and I was telling him about the program, and he's going to look into it for himself. So uh, maybe got another DDP warrior out of it. Uh, so Monday was my first day back, or actually Sunday was my first day back on the mat. Yeah. And in about two weeks, and believe me, you can tell the difference when you're not on it and when you're not on it. <laughs> oh, for, for sure, man. And I know <laughs> when, when you're taking a little bit of a layoff, it's, it's, it's you know, you think that, like, you know, sometimes people have that mentality, I'm going to take a little time off. The more time you take off, it, it gets more intimidating to get back on the mat. And then when you finally get on after a couple of weeks, it's like, well, man, I, I was all stressed out about this and I've been waiting for this. It feels great and all that stuff. Um, and, and, you know, it's, it really is one of those things. And, you know, you talked about, you know, the, uh, the car accident and stuff. And, and we talked about, you know, getting hit, knocked down a couple of times in your journey, you know, you're, you're making progress and then, and then life kind of cuts your legs out from underneath you. And, um, those are, those times are hard because, you know, you, 
you're inspired, you're motivated and stuff, you're kicking ass, you're moving forward, and then the two steps back seems like a real punch in the st- Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, and one of the things that I didn't do the first time was, even though I may have had the website up, I wasn't chatting in it. And that's the Team DDPY website. Blog in there, you know, uh, that's my biggest advice to all the newcomers out there. Get involved in the community. Don't mm-hmm. be shy in, in there. Talk. It's talk in there. Blog in so there. So important. Ask so questions. Important not, um, not, I, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, man. We got a little bit of lag. I was just saying it's so important to check in. And when I know for a fact that I've been in this long enough to have my, my ups and my downs along the way. And when you have, when you're going through a rough stretch, and, and you know, I, you know, I'm putting on weight, and I'm not getting on the mat, you assume that you're the only person in the DDP other community that's struggling. Yep. And as soon as you show your head, you're going to be shamed and, and sent out the door. And that's the mentality we play our game, ourselves. So we're afraid to face the community, which is ridiculous because that's the exact reason the community's here. And I guarantee you, if you're struggling. There's 20 people in the community that can relate to almost exactly what you're going through because you're not the only one, and it's what happens. And you create a, a shame mentality in your own mind, and we do that to ourselves. And then once we do realize that when we open the door and come in and, and poke our head in and let people know, hey, I've had a hard time, they're so embracing, and it's almost the medicine that you need to turn that corner. And also your mind is playing tricks on you trying to prevent you from going in that door again. Yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, absolutely. Uh, all through ever since I ever first really started working out back in and stuff, I always start strong. But there's always comes to that point where I don't feel like doing it. Uh, I just need to take the day off, and then next day something else happens, and so that's another day. And the next thing you know, you're not doing it anymore. And yeah. that's where, you know, uh, I've been very grateful in the, um, you know, with the community, but it does start with you. It, it yeah, starts it with the individual. You have to have that mindset that you're not going to live that way anymore. Yep. And yep. from there... Anything's possible. Mm-hmm. Even, um, you know, there was, you know, a new newcomer recently that popped into the Team DDP Yoga, and she was uh, talking about how sore she was and this and that, and I'm like, take it slow. But you've got this. You know, check out the other workouts and stuff. And I think it was today that she came back and said that she's so thankful for beginner, beginner. Yep. And that's like with uh, a friend of mine, uh, her name is Joy, uh, a few months back. I, you know, I was talking all about uh, DDPY and... uh, she managed to get the program and she started off slow and she's still 
you know, going slow, but she's walker free right now. I keep asking her, "Where's where's my cane?" Because <laughs> what wasn't the, if it wasn't the walker, she's having to use a cane, and she told me she wants to send me that cane once she's off of it, no longer needs it. Mm-hmm. So, that's, yeah, you, uh, you know, that's you, told us that. that's incredible. you know, you know, that's that's a big thing, but. Um, you know, like I started to touch on last week, um, you know, the PTSD, you know, whether you've gotten it from, you know, by going to into a war zone or, uh, you know, some other traumatic event in your life, you know, people can look at you and think, well, you're normal. There's nothing wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not true. Right. And thankfully, the military has stepped up its game about, you know, bringing this more to light and trying to educate the masses. But, you know, it needs to come from everywhere. And, um, but like I was, you know, I've got a passion. I would love to be able to set up you know, I guess you can, in military terms, kind of like how we would have our barracks uh, and stuff and bring in veterans who are living on the streets because they're, they may be ashamed to try to reach out to family if they have any or friends and stuff because due to the PTSD and everything, they've lost everything. So now they're on the streets. And that's sad. I mean, that's that's really sad. You know, you can pick up, um, you know, journals and history books and stuff and go back in time and see how the military was treated even in this country in the early days. If you served, I mean, even if, you had a lowly job in the town, you were respected. You were admired. They took care of you. Where's that today? I, and, I know that. Oh, sorry, man. And, 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 it's re- and it's really heartbreaking because, you know, a lot of people want to try to blame the soldiers for going over and doing, you know, this or that, but what it is is they're trying to act out against the government, but they're taking it out on the soldiers. <clears throat> you know, they're they're punishing someone else for someone else's mess, basically. And I don't think that's right. Whether you agree with, you know, the war in Iraq or Afghanistan or, or you know, Vietnam, you know, whatever – don't take it out on the soldiers. They just went where they were told to go. And they have to do whatever they have to do to stay alive. And so, and I, you know, I never really grasped, you know, the extent of things until I was there myself. You know, um, with everything that's going on in the world today, you know, like all the 
um, like uh, with the actresses and stuff stepping forward saying, you know, they, you know, this producer did this and and that, you know. Another woman can't say, well, I know what you went through or I can imagine how you're feeling. No, you can't. If you haven't gone through it yourself, you have no idea. Um, And that goes the same way with, you know, being a soldier. You don't know unless you were there. And so eventually I would love to have something like that where – you know, can reach out. I don't care where they're from. Let's get them off the streets and sure. get them the help that they need. That's uh, that's, that's so important, man. And you know, you you talked about you know there's you know, there's differences in opinions. There's different political points of views. There's religious. There's so many different stands you can take. But the pretty much the universal thing uh, that we can all relate to is being human, uh, human yeah. the humanity element of it. You know, we all we all fear, we all hurt, we all get angry, we all get sad, and it's 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 so much. You know, especially in, in such a time where we're all just kind of at each other's throats, that we try to dehumanize people we disagree with because it makes it easier for us to hate and easier for us to get angry and and not lash out. But if we, we can mm-hmm. kind of connect to the we can kind of connect to the humanity in all of us and kind of, you know, connect to the more relatable things that we all share in common, which is superiorly uh, higher in number than the things we disagree on or are uh, different than, uh, then it's something that can bring us together. And you talk about the homeless veterans and stuff, and I know addiction is is a huge, huge problem in, in the homeless community and with veterans and people coming over and dealing with pain issues and addiction. And I know the opioid crisis is, is so overwhelming in the country right oh. now. And it's, oh. it's, it's, it's a huge a- epidemic. And, and, and we, you know, it's funny to say because everyone loves a, a, a little happy little story on, on CBS Sunday morning about so-and-so who overcame his drug addiction or so-and-so who overcame that. And it's easy to kind of rally around somebody who, who is, has a success story or or a story of redemption, but you got to remember that in order to main, in order to gain that story, you've had to been through some deep shit to get there. And there's a lot of people who are willing to stand up when you're on the other side of it, but, there's very few people willing to take a risk and taking a chance and believing in somebody and giving them the help they need when they're in it. And that's the important thing. Exactly. That's what Dallas did in the Jake exactly. documentary to go into somebody yeah. in the world of yeah. shit in the dark moments and to reach their hand out is a, is a huge quality in somebody that's very, very underrepresented, uh, whatever I'm trying to say, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, that, that's, that is absolutely the truth. Um, you know, it, it's it's taken a few years, but I have a friend that's been through hell and back, and it just took somebody else basically saying the same thing, but I guess in a different way, where it finally registered with him. Yeah. And now he's thinking, you know, he's starting to think positive again. He's you know, cleaning out that negativity and, 
trying, you know, he's finally pushing forward despite anything that comes against him. Right. And the common thread in all of this is you can't be allergic to sweat. We all have something that we need to get through. And instead of sitting there wasting the energy, you know, complaining or overthinking it, just put your head down and get to work. It's usually how you get through it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and like I, you know, just like how I, you know, tried to teach my kids, you know, nobody, nobody got where they are at in the world without Mm -hmm. help along the way. Yep. Ain't that the truth? It doesn't matter who they are. They got some help somewhere where they've had people that stood by them when nobody else would. And I think that's a really important point, Richard, is that, you know, yeah, we all need someone. And I think this is why the team site resonates with so many. There's always someone there. Even if you think that there's no one there, there's somebody who's always watching and you never know who's going yeah. to reach out and support you. You never know. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> I, I will say that kind of really frustrates me because I will say, you know, in 2014, I did see the chat being a whole lot more active than what it has been since I come back. But people have to understand, you have to talk in there whether you've been gone a while and came back or you're brand new. Right. You you got to talk in there and not say, well, this place is really dead now. Well, no, you have to talk in order to get a response. Right? Chat rooms thrive on chat. And and so it kind of frustrates me when, when I see comments like that, and I'm like, but you didn't say nothing until you just said that it, it, and stuff. So it's like you need to talk. And uh, – what I really love about the team DDP yoga, you know, like you mentioned earlier, Mike, you know, when you're going through something, there's guaranteed there's somebody out there within the community yep. that is going through it the same way. I kind of equate that with when I was going through my therapy for my PTSD, especially when I started going through uh, group therapy, because here even if it's something as major as that, you still think sometimes you're the only one. And when going through that, I mean, there was guys from the Vietnam, you know, the first Gulf War, you know, now the, you know, the newest set stuff. So different generations, all the same have gone through the same stuff all over. It's just a new generation having to deal with it. So you're not out there alone. Um, I recently read a a story. I mean, this is, they don't, as far as I know, none of them do do DDP yoga. But this guy started a Facebook group. And now it's grown. And that's 
you know, and it's about these guys coming together and supporting one another, irregardless what stage they're in. And it's the same thing. And I'm very glad to see throughout all the fitness world, people are shaking off all that bad stuff that you always heard about, like going to the gym or whatever, and they're starting to rally around people who are finally wanting to get healthy. And they're like, hey, no, you know, you're doing the form wrong. Here, why don't you try it this way? Try this exercise. It may be better for you. But that's the thing. You know, that's a really important point that you've – I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Richard, that it's easier to build someone up than tear them down. You know, it's easier to say, you know, I believe in you. You can do this because usually when you're getting to that point, you know, not everybody believes in themselves. So, you know, to have someone that's a sounding board that you can always say to someone, I know you can do this, but there is no substitute for trying. No one can do this for you. You have to, you have to learn to take those first steps on your own. And then you're going to be hooked. It, you know, exactly. It like goes back to the, you know, in the documentary about Jake. Um, you know, DDP didn't just go in there and, you know, pulled him out and took him to the accountability crib right off the bat. He's like, yep. you got to show me that you want this. Yeah. If you do, then I'm going to go through the fire with you, brother. Can't be allergic to sweat. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's exactly what Jake did. And now look where he's at. Look at Scott Hall. Yeah. You know? That's so true. You know, we can sit there and think, you know, we're the only ones going through, you know, tough times. But I guarantee you there's somebody out there who's going through it ten times worse than you ever thought. Possibly. There's always someone worse. There's always someone worse. Crystal, you brought up a, a, a great point there a little while ago, and I kind of want to touch on this for a second. I'm going to stand up on my soapbox for a second. Uh, I'm reading a book right now called uh, So You've Been Publicly Shamed by an author named John Ronson, really good good author. And it, it, I read this book kind of not really knowing what to expect. I kind of just picked it up, and, and it's actually changed the way I use the devices and social media and I think it's it's so important for anybody who uh, who is on social media to read this, and, and you'll see where I'm going with this as I as I kind of get onto it. But we live in a culture right now where there's very much a, a gang mentality on the internet. Yeah. You know, there's you know you can say something or something can be misworded, and and it can be used as a tool for good to you know make change and positive things, and put an end to you know oppressive thoughts or oppressive actions. But there's also a mentality where we we kind of uh, we we define people by their worst moment on social media at times, and, mm. and it becomes yep. that becomes them. And it's gotten to a point where it's kind of been scary over the years. Uh, you know, people who who are probably decent people that that trip up their words or trip up something they say, and they they be crucified for it, and they be kind of just their lives get turned upside down for it. And it's, uh, you know, Facebook and Twitter is kind of one of those mob mentalities that the only really way to stay safe on the internet is to just shut up and go back to being voiceless. And 
and all that stuff. Um, But it's gotten really scary as of late because, you know, there's just this this constant just barrage of shaming of people and, you know, people that are honestly, you know, decent people and, and, and human beings exist in gray areas. And we try to cast people not only in social media but in life as either he's a hero or he's a horrible bad villain. And in reality, human beings are just a whole lot of gray area. Uh, we are, yep. I, we are we can be we can be both brilliant and stupid. We can be both uh, you know funny and mean. We can be both compassionate and 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 incompassionate. Um, but that being said, you know we, we live in the in a world where we kind of get like a, a you know a, a narcotic response out of just piling on people and. For a while, we thought like, oh, we're, we're, we're kicking this person. We're going to change things. We're, we're punching up. You know, they always say if you're going to, you know, attack, punch up. You know, punch up at the guy who's the, the bigger man. But it seems now we live in a, in a, in a universe for social media where we're, we're, we say we're punching up, but the person we're punching is, is already on the ground, and we're just kicking and stomping the hell out of them. And I feel like things kind of shifted into, uh, you know, not necessarily um, trying to – educate people, you know, that's how you, that's how you get people's attention. You educate them. You tell them, you know, feelings and, and you educate them. But we feel like we're more in a society we want to punish and break people and ruin people. And Crystal made a great point there just a few minutes ago. The effort we take in, in piling on people and breaking them, their spirit and just, you know, knocking them down and just cutting their legs off from underneath them, you know, if if we're offended or if we're upset by somebody or we disagree with somebody, the best way we can do it is to, you know, educate them through building them up and, and treating them like human beings. And, Crystal, you talked about if we put as much energy into lifting people up and, and making them feel empowered and inspired as we do just knocking people down, like – it would shift, you know, the polarity of, of the world and social media in general. And it sounds like a hippie kind of like pipe dream and stuff. But you think about it, like, I, I, I you know, an educate, you know, if someone says something that bothers you, uh, an educational response, hey, this isn't cool because that made me feel like this, and then something nice, always works better than going on the attack. And yeah, that's what we, what's the difference between, and this is why. I think the DDP yoga community stands out and it's the only place where I find this ever happens on the internet. But if somebody gets, you know, doesn't understand something or someone's hurt by something, you go on any gamer website or, or sports websites, which I'm neither. So I'm just, you know, pulling out of my ass, but people <laughs> will attack you for asking a stupid question or people will, yeah. you know, destroy you for, you know, not getting the inside joke and DDP yoga community is one of those places that if you misspeak or say something that's not kind of cool around here, like we don't shame people, we don't, you know, pounce on people, but we'll let you know in a way that's, you know, not one of those like lynch mob kind of ways. And we'll tell you to come on in and join the group, drink the Kool-Aid, if you will, because it really is one of those groups that I want you to be as good as, as I am and I want to be as good as you are. And we're all in the effort of pulling people up in a world where there's a lot of satisfaction in knocking people down. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah. Uh, you know, back in 2014, you know, when I first came along, uh, you know, the catchphrase that he uses is the best support team on the planet. And I have to agree with that. 
it is the best sport team on the planet. <laughs> I agree. And uh, it's like, uh, you know, based off of what you were saying there, Mike, uh, a friend of mine posted this on uh, Facebook, and it says, everyone makes mistakes in life. That doesn't mean they have to pay for them the pay rest for of them. their life. Yep. Sometimes good people make bad choices. It doesn't mean they are bad. It means they are human. Yeah. It, you know, it, it's and, so true. Yeah. And that is so, so true. Um, you know, uh, that's like, you know, you, you hear, I guess the most... Uh, Kind of recent that I can think of is uh, Mark Wahlberg. You know, when he was a teenager, he did something stupid. <laughs> you know, and first first teenager it, ever to do something stupid. <laughs> right, I was just and, thinking and, that, it, Mike. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it. I mean, it was basically a felony, and uh, you know, but somebody got a hold of him. And believed in him, and he started believing in himself. And now look where he's at. You know, he started in a, in a singing band, but now look at him. He makes blockbuster yeah. movies and stuff. But he doesn't. He hasn't stopped there. He does nothing. He loves giving to charity and well, working the... with charities and and stuff. Sorry. And you know, it wasn't the fact that he was a, a bad person. He just made a bad mistake. And when given the chance, he was shown that he can do something good. Which reminds me a lot of that quote that Dallas says. And, I mean, anybody who's been here for even the shortest amount of time has read this quote or heard Dallas say this quote or seen it in, you know, Jake's documentary. You never... um, underestimate the power of believing yes. in someone. Yeah. They yeah. might not believe in themselves, but by gosh, I know when I'm at the team site, if there's someone there and they're engaging and they're in a conversation and they're having a hard time or whatever the case may be, and they're just down, it's my job by the end of the conversation to make you say, holy cow, I think I'm going to go pop in a workout and, oh, my gosh, I can do this. And then the next day they pop in and say, oh, my gosh, I had the greatest workout of my life. Thank you for believing in me. You never underestimate that. And that includes yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And to finish that quote is, you know, he's, he says that, but also the power that you have when you believe in yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, I don't know if it was just within the community I heard it or whatever. You know, when uh, you're not feeling, if it's not your rest day, if you're not feeling like hitting the mat, uh-huh. try it for Five minutes. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> yep. And try it for if, five minutes. It, and if you still don't feel like doing it after five minutes, then by all means, you know, stop. But a lot of times, next thing you know, it's 
30, 45 minutes, an hour later, you're finally pulling yourself off the mat. Yeah, how you talk to yourself is really, really important because as soon as you you can talk yourself into a workout, but holy cow, we've all been there. You can talk yourself out of it too. Oh, absolutely. I've, I've done that plenty of times, plenty of times. Like, yeah, me too. Uh, I'm gonna go work out. Well, no, I, I really need to do this instead. See, I, I'm gonna give you guys. Oh, I need uh, to eat that. I'm gonna give you guys a little bit of a a, a, a secret uh, a secret around here, and it may help a lot of people in in in, in outside at the DDP yoga community. And honestly, it's helpful for me to remind me because I am probably one of the people who, who forget this more than anybody out there. We have, you know, we have things we can do. We have things in, in life and, um, you know, we have our certain mental roadblocks. We have our physical roadblocks, but for the majority of the things that we do, we don't realize the true power that we hold yeah. in ourselves we are, I mean, ultimately, I can blame it on a million different things, cravings or something like that, but it is me who physically, through my brain, connects the muscles to my hand to either eat that whole pizza or not eat that whole pizza, to right. to physically get myself to stand on that mat and do the workout or sit down on the it, couch. And I feel like we're in a world where I feel like I am the worst perpetrator of this, but I'm always looking for something to blame my inactivity or my laziness on or the fact that I didn't accomplish this or I didn't accomplish that. And there are legitimate reasons, but if you actually get in touch with the power that you have in our, within yourselves to be or to not to be, it's a real kind of unleashing of, of just almost like an awakening experience once you realize that I'm responsible for what I do. I'm responsible for my yep. actions. And I basically have the choice between winning and losing. And, and that, it's my choice to make. And that's scary for a lot of people. Uh, you know, that, you know, that's like what I tell my youngest. You know, yeah, you may have this and, and whatnot, but it's still your choice. And what you do and how you react. It's your choice. Absolutely. Uh, um, um, <laughs> um, uh, I, I, I'm going I'm to finish up here for just a second. And then we're going to kind of, I got to go through the, the schedule and then wrap it up. But we talked about a lot of stuff today. And, and I know Richard kind of touched upon um, some of, uh, you know, the hardships he's had in his life. And we've, we've all dealt with things that may not be as severe or maybe more severe. We all have our own story. And, you know, people a lot of times will take those certain situations as, as kind of like a, the final nail in the coffin or, you know, a give up moment. Um, but you realize that, you know, the best crops grow when they're just buried in shit, you know? Fertilizer is the best tool for growth. And sometimes yep. you got to just be buried knee-deep in shit to really just kind of, you know, pull yourself out of it. And, and they call it rock bottom for a reason because there's only one place to go from there. 
is up, and we Absolutely. all have our things, we all have our issues, we all have our problems, our obstacles, and we can either let them define us or let them empower us. And it's not always as easy as that. And it's going to be hell and sometimes, it's going to be crap sometimes, but ultimately we just got to get up each morning and, and put our feet on the ground and, and, you know, just do the best we can because that's all we can do is the best we can. Yeah. And we're all just trying to make it on this rock and we're trying to make it out alive. So, uh, yeah, you know, just work together. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's like, you know, my latest bout of, you know, making sure my hip was okay and and everything. It's not, I wasn't going to allow it to stop me. And, you know, thankfully there is no damage and stuff. So, you know, that's a blessing for me. Uh, but it wasn't going to stop me. I just needed to know what was wrong so I can work around it. Yep. And, you know, there's always a way through an obstacle. You just have to look for it. That's right. Absolutely. Um, well, thank you so much for, for coming on with us tonight. I love your story. It's, it's so inspiring and it's so empowering. And you can catch uh, Richard on the Team DDP Elgo website. He's he's over there all the time along with Crystal. They're, uh, you know, trading chat back and forth uh, throughout the day. And they're both just great resources on, on, you know, how to do DDP Yoga together and how to do DDP Yoga in a community and inspire each other. So thank you so much, man, for uh, coming on for us, Thanks, for talking to us, for sharing your story. And, My uh, pleasure. And inspiring the masses. Thank yep. you so much. Uh, thank you so My, much. my pleasure. It was a great honor being here. Anytime, just hit me up. Oh, Absolutely, man. Thank you sure. so much. Um, well, that was that was an awesome ch- uh, chat with Richard. I, real quick before we go, I just got to go over uh, a couple things uh, on the schedule. Um, sure. DDP Yoga Retreat, July 7th through the 12th. It has been officially announced. The DDP Yoga Retreat Extravaganza at the El Dorado Casitas in Mexico. Uh, yeah. uh, Mexico. So uh, that's uh, coming up. Um, if you haven't checked it out, uh, Diamond Dallas Page is in a brand new TV show on the Sci-Fi Network. It's killer. Like I didn't know what to expect, and it really is. It kind <laughs> of, I watched it, kind of just wanted to see where, where you know what the kind of vibe was, and it hooked me right away. So I'm really yeah. proud of him and, and and excited for him because I know he went all in on the acting a few years ago and was you know auditioning for roles and stuff out in LA, and then the DDP Yoga thing came back. But uh, it's cool to see him kind of going out there and, and taking on some more of these projects as well. Um, also, don't forget the Chris Jericho Cruise coming up, uh, you know, the Rock and Wrestling Razor Cruise. Uh, and uh, I, I guess I'll, I'll suggest that over my uh, Mike Mullins Wrestling and Folk uh, <laughs> Festival. And maybe I'll have to tell, maybe I'll have to give Crosby Stills National Hall the night off after all to go, uh, oh go hang out God. with the Jericho guys. But um, <laughs> we're going to leave it on the. <laughs> On a note, and then I gotta throw something in and post. Um, Crystal, I'm, I'm, yes. we didn't get to it last week. We we photo finished last week, ran out of time. So I need yes. you to get me a good one. I need you to dig deep. This and is bring a good one. Quote of the week: The quote master herself, the Canadian quote master, Crystal Stewart. Lateral. <laughs> well, this is a good one, and it rings true with the conversation that we just had. So this goes good for this episode. Some people want it to happen. Some wish it to happen. Others wish it would happen. 
Um, others make it happen. And that's a quote from Michael Jordan. I thought you were going to say Michael Mullins. I'm like, I don't remember saying that. No, no, not yeah. Michael Mullins. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's, 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 that's great. And that's what we're all about here. So thank you. If anyone, um, uh, thank you, Crystal. She's our, our closer. She's like, you know, you bring in like the, the, the pitcher, the closing pitcher to kind of make sure we wrap this up right and give it a good win. Crystal is our, uh, our ace Woo-hoo. closer here. Uh, DDP radio with a killer quote to send you off for the week. Real quick, um, I'm going to be at WrestleCade, uh, November uh, 24th, 25th, 26th, and uh, I'm going to be working uh, for Jimmy Cornette uh, that weekend as he's awesome. uh, giving his final match. Uh, he's managing his final match uh, at WrestleCade in front of a lot of people, and if you know Jimmy Cornette, if he says it's his final match, he's going to make it his final match because he's yep. a stubborn son of a bitch. Yep. But uh, if you're out there <laughs> in that area, I'm going to be around all weekend if you want to get through a workout or if you're, you're looking to do some DDP yoga stuff. Uh, hit me up. I'm uh, I'm uh, always up for a workout. Um, and uh, check it out. It's gonna be a hell of a weekend there. It's it's absolutely sold out, and they do a great job. And I know Jake's gonna be there, and a bunch of uh, guys on the crew that are doing uh, DDP yoga. There's everyone from Edge to Christian to just everyone that's gonna be there. So wow. uh, if you're gonna be there, check it out. And uh, other than that, I hope you guys have a great week. I hope you learned something. I hope you left here inspired, motivated, ready to rock and roll, and ready to take on the week. We will be back next week for Mike Mullins, for our guest, Richard, and for the one and only Canadian quote master herself, who uh, probably has 13 inches of snow (laughs) accumulated around her ankle since we started the show. Crystal, thank (laughs) you so much. Thank you so much, Mike. It's always a pleasure. All right, guys, you guys have a great week, and uh, remember, no matter what you do, don't ever, ever, ever give up. See you guys. Thanks for today, man. That was a great workout, man. The powerbomb set up by Paige. Oh! the diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond cutter out of the powerbomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.